I'm kind of scared for my kids and mm-hmm. what they surround themselves with today with all the increased number of chemicals. But uh, the motivation is what we were able to do just by just take the microfiber. It can clean a whole house without chemicals. And we know that that has an impact. Welcome to On the Mission with Norwex Learning Network. I'm Amy Kadora. I created this show to help raise awareness about issues that can impact our quality of life, including harmful chemicals, plastic pollution, and sustainability. We'll also explore the simple changes that you can make to improve you, your families, and the planet's health. Hey guys, welcome to our latest podcast, and we have such a special guest here today. We have Beata Yeltnis, who is our global chief executive officer, and she's also the chairperson of our board here at Norwex. And she's such a a great person to talk to because she really embodies our mission. It's truly her lifestyle. So I thought we could ask her a few questions and get a little more exposure to uh, those wonderful elements of the Norwegian lifestyle that leads the country to be one of the happiest in the world and also one of the healthiest as well. So welcome, Beata. Thank you, Amy. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, Norwex stands for the Norwegian experience. And, you know, it's that's been something that we've talked about for, gosh, at least as long as I've been here. What does the, Nor- if you were going to explain the Norwegian experience to someone else, what does that mean to you? It's kind of difficult to explain it because I'm living in it every day, so I don't see as quickly what is different. Right, right. But I believe it's something around how we use nature, how we are more outdoor, right. uh, how we probably walk to more things instead of taking our car right, with us. Right. I, I sometimes ask if I can walk from the office to the hotel and people look a little <laughs> and bit strange. And we laugh at you, yes. <laughs> people will think you don't have a car, Beata. You yes. can't do that <laughs> down here in Texas. And when you're in school, you have to go outside between the classes. Uh, it's a natural mm. part of an, our environment that we are more outdoor. It doesn't matter what kind of weather it is. Right. So maybe a little bit of that natural way of living uh, we bring nature in we open up the windows <laughs> we, um, the hotels allow you to open the, the hotels windows versus us here. fresh air <laughs> <Right. laughs> we're laughing of that sometimes <laughs> yes so um, my kids have even kind of gone on skis to school um, so, so it's just a, some, some small differences I believe mm-hmm. so it, yeah definitely that respect for nature um, for the relationship that we have with nature as well, right? So what we do to ourselves, what we expose ourselves to, ultimately we expose the, the planet to. And I know um, so often I would hear Bjorn say, you know, th- this idea of a symbiotic relationship that we have with outside and ourselves. And it's yeah. so important to nurture that. Yes, and it's all about kind of having clean, when we talk about clean ingredients in Norwex, it's about living, eating, and using clean ingredients in your everyday life. Um, and, and if I can kind of make a, t- make a picture of the products, internally I used a picture of my son mm. when we are hiking in the mountains and he's drinking water um, in the mountains. Which, of course, we would never do here, right? 
in North America versus Norway. Yeah, and, and, and that's my dream. That That's the ultimate picture for me internally when I talk about how clean I want our products to be. Right, right. And what do you feel like maybe the world could learn from Norway? You know, the things that you're doing that are um, maybe the right way to do things. Yeah. I believe that there's no right way or wrong way mm. to do it, but there's cultural differences. Um, we, we are maybe a more community-oriented and more family-oriented right. in, in Norway, meaning that we don't necessarily go out for dinner as much. We, we cook dinner in our homes with our families. Mm -hmm. uh, we're part of a community. Different ways... Um, and for some reason, we are. Um, UN is telling us we're the happiest <laughs> kind of people in the, in the world. Um, right. But I believe it's sometimes you're telling me sometimes that it's easier for you to come to Norway and see it than for me to put words behind. It's true. Um, it's true when you're there and you're really experiencing it and seeing culturally how Norway is. Yeah, I mean, you leave babies and strollers outside, right? We laugh about that all the time in the yes. really, really cold weather. Now, do, why do you do that? Is that to, does it, is it healthier for them? We believe that it's good for them to have fresh air. Uh -huh. So when they sleep through the daytime, we never put them in bed. That, the bed is for the nighttime. Right. So if you go and uh, see a kindergarten or a house where there's a stroller outside with a baby, that's perfectly normal. Right. So my kids have been sleeping outside with winter weather, snow, cold, and, uh, and summer, of course. Right. And we just, we have a saying in Norway that there's no bad weather, it's just bad clothes. <laughs> I so. <like> that. <laughs> and you even, you know, you, Norway does not get as much sun as most other places, right? You're in somewhat semi-darkness for a lot of the months. Um, you're, I always read about this, that uh, you're outside, even in the dead of winter, skiing, you know, yes. taking the family out for a... Uh, we call it a barbecue, but you, you'll set up a little fire, have some sausages, and that'll be dinner outside. Yes, all absolutely. The time, which is wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. We should do more of that. <laughs> um, so where is, what's your greatest passion? My greatest passion privately is, of course, my family and my kids. Mm -hmm. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. They are what I think of in the morning and the, in the evening, and of course, a big part of me. Right, yeah. right. And that must be part of what motivates you, too with Norwex, you know, leaving that legacy for them and making sure the world is, is better for them. Absolutely. To mm. keep the dream that my father started and, mm -hmm. and to bring it forward. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. And what motivates you the most to spread the word about Norwex? What gets you excited, excited? about spreading it, that It's word? the people. It's the people and the relationship mm -hmm. and the opportunity we have to support those that choose to to be part of it, to educate on why the mission is so important. Because privately, I truly believe in the changes that we need to, to make. Right. And I believe it's incredibly important to do it. Uh, so from a personal view, I, I'm i kind of scared for my kids and mm -hmm. what they surround themselves with today with all the increased number of chemicals. And there's so many things we don't know about chemicals. Uh, so it's it's yeah it scares me from time to time, but uh, the motivation is what we were able to do just by just take the microfiber. This company is soon thirty years old, right? In air, it's it can clean a whole house without chemicals, and we know that that has an impact 
big impact. Yeah. So the impact it has to and the opportunity it gives people. So by the end of the day, it's people. People is my mm -hmm. number one inspiration. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I, I was thinking about, um, you know, something that you often say is, you know, when, when, when we're looking at the research and we're seeing, of course, more and more research happening and, and more data coming in, still people may say, well, I'm not really, I'm not sure, I'm not convinced. But your point and what you say all the time is, but why take the risk? Yes. It's not even worth the risk. No. You have a better choice. We have better options. Just eliminate the chemicals and you don't have to worry about it anymore. Absolutely. You know? and, and, and we have a solution. You could choose if you want to be a part of it. We believe right. it's an easier way of living as well. Right. So it has different benefits. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so my goal is to be able to provide solution that you can choose, which makes your life easier as well as mm -hmm. it takes away the chemicals. Simplified and, and cost effective too, yeah. because we continue to see how you know microfiber and not having to buy all these products makes a huge different difference to your, your checking account, your savings account, your Absolutely. wallet. Absolutely, and, and that's probably an area we don't communicate a lot around, but, mm -hmm. but Norwex give you the opportunity to save money. Mm -hmm. Definitely. You, you, you can buy one microfiber cleaner whole house, take away all the soap mm -hmm. that you normally buy and all the paper towels. Right, that's a lot of money. I mean, that can be 600 700 $800 a year we're spending on those types of products. Yeah, much rather have that in my my savings account. Yes, and we it also gives time back to families. It is easy. Right, right. Back to that Norwegian lifestyle too. Yeah. Although that's you know Americans <laughs> love that too, spending more time with the family. So I believe they do. Yes. Yeah. So what is and there's a lot of goals for Norwex, but what would you say is your number one goal for Norwex? My number one goal for Norwex is to make the mission alive and understandable in mm. a way where we can bring people with us and they understand why we want to give them this. I, I, it's everyone's choice right. uh, and I just want to give people the, cho the choice to, to live a healthier, cleaner mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. and, and to bring that out to more houses, more families, right. help them in their everyday lives. Right, and we're doing it in how many markets right now? Oh, uh, we have uh, Asia, mm -hmm. Australia, New Zealand, mm -hmm. US, Canada, Norway, mm -hmm. Baltics. So it's a global Malaysia, mission. Taiwan, right. Taiwan, right. yeah. Right. So it's uh, Singapore. Yeah. And it resonates everywhere, doesn't it? It does. It's interesting, but, but everybody wants to reduce the chemicals, right? They do. And sometimes I compare it to, to smoking like many, many years ago in the beginning. You didn't see the impact of it in the beginning. Right. Um, it took many years before we did. And even doctor recommended smoking in the beginning if right. stomach ache. So, so it was a lot of education before mm -hmm. we understood that this is not good for you. Mm -hmm. and, and I believe somewhere in this space we are with chemicals as well. We don't know exactly the impact they have on your body yet, but we believe that the sum of chemicals that you surround yourself with has a negative impact. Right. But we don't know enough. We need more research on chemicals. Right, right. But why take the risk? Why take the That's risk? That's the quote from <laughs> yeah. Beato. Why take the risk? So are you, you know, with all this, I guess, negative information, are you, and I was just thinking we're coming up on Earth Day too, mm -hmm. are you optimistic about, you know, the changes that we can make on the planet? Because sometimes it feels like, gosh, 
you know, what, what little I'm doing with recycling or maybe using a microfiber and not paper towels, you know, is it really making a difference? And, and I know that people can be kind of, uh, be, be kind of a downer, but are you optimistic? Are you feeling, I, I am. yeah. I, I have teenagers in my house and when I talk to them, they have so much energy towards this subject. Mm -hmm. they, they've grown up where this is a natural part of their day-to-day -day life, and I, I see their commitment. So, so yes, I'm optimistic, and, and I believe, maybe it's a little bit naive, uh, but when I talk about sustainability, I talk about quality, I talk about a way of living, right. and, and I believe that more and more people are uh, more kind of, they want that simpler mm -hmm. quality, sustainability, that lifestyle. I see back in Norway, there's more and more shops opening for kind of secondhand shops. Yes. Uh, use it again. Uh, there's a sustainability thinking in, in, in how, yeah, how we behave as a consumer, right. which gives me a positive... Uh, yeah, I believe that if there changes will slowly, we will go in the right direction. Well, and it's interesting you say, you know, the, the, the next, the younger generation, our kids are the ones that are in many ways inspiring us to go yeah. okay you know they they believe it and they see it and the thrifting secondhand stores mm -hmm. is kind of cool now so they they love doing that right and going out and thrifting i've been thrifting <laughs> have you been thrifting <laughs> i've been thrifting i found some really cool things so um what do you think the best thing you know realizing what the kids are doing and, mm -hmm. and their inspiration what is the, the, the best thing that individuals can do to help the planet? To me, it is thinking sustainability. You mm -hmm. don't need to know everything about mm -hmm. everything. That's key. That, that's to. for me, make it simple. Mm -hmm. uh, start buying quality products. Buy one and have it for a lifetime. As I use my microfibers as an example, I've had them for 20 years. Right. I still use them. I don't need to spend time on shopping and all of those mm -hmm. areas. And if we can bring that lifestyle mm -hmm. in other areas as well, make it easy. Think quality. Right. Sustainability is quality. And, and think don't don't do single use, mm -hmm. but think long term, mm -hmm. and then you you can forget in a way what kind of products you're buying because again right. it lasts for a lifetime. And what is you were telling me that you've had the same dining or kitchen table for? Oh, it's ever. Old, it's older than me. Older uh, than you. Okay. Yes, my kitchen table is from my grandma and and her cabin, mm -hmm. and it's older than me. That, and that's impressive. So instead yeah. of feeling like you have to go buy new or more fashionable, and you've probably got a lot of memories around that kitchen table too. Absolutely. So, and I was just thinking, I think I showed you, I had this uh, old high quality chair, office chair, and I, it was, I thought I'm going to have to just give it up. And I decided I would reupholster it. <laughs> that's right. I reupholstered a chair with a staple gun and Good. some old leftover fabric I had in the basement. And I, I got done. And I was like, all right, I can, you know, maybe, you maybe this is my side gig, reupholstering furniture yeah. and making it look nice. So, but it felt so good. Yes, because if, everyone, throw it out. if everyone does these small things, mm -hmm. it has a big impact. Exactly. Exactly. One less thing. That's, I love that. That's, I think that's a great uh, best thing that individuals can do. So yeah. thank you so much, Beata, for joining us today as we go into Earth Month, I guess the yeah. Earth Day month and uh, sharing a little bit of your perspective. Can we have you, you back again another time? Absolutely. We would love to have you come talk. Thank you, Amy.
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to share with friends and family and don't forget to follow and subscribe. 